0: slice audio Welcome to Doc Talk, a weekly podcast featuring Monument Health physicians addressing medical topics. Tune into your health with Monument Health. Hello and welcome to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston and back again to talk about Shoulder surgery, Dr. Ray Jensen, who is a member of the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and American Osteopathic Association of Orthopedics. You, uh, uh, you are a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon specializing in arthroscopic treatment and the treatment of shoulder and knee replacements. If I never have to read that again, I'm going to be really happy. Yeah, it's, good. <laughs> it's just a mouthful. Uh, but Dr. Jensen, it's good to have you back. Last time we, we talked with you, we talked about uh, shoulder arthroscopy. Which is um, a procedure that you do, which can go in with little tiny tools and little tiny microscopes and fix things in the shoulder. Correct. But what I'd like to talk about this time, doctor, is the more serious shoulder injuries, I think, that people have, which would lead to, I think, do you guys refer to it as a total Shoulder surgery? Is there another term for it? So
1: most people say total shoulder arthroplasty, meaning Mm -hmm. uh, joint replacement. Um, I am trying to be more conservative now, and some of the techniques that I've established over the past few years is really you could think of it as a resurfacing. So I think a lot of people think of a shoulder replacement as we're going to take your whole shoulder out and put a whole new shoulder in. Well, we're not really doing that. We're just taking the bad parts of your shoulder out and putting new ones in, M- metal and plastic being the joint replacement part of it.
0: Well, that's, the, yeah, I guess the first thing I would have thought of is like a hip replacement or something yeah. similar. That you it's take very the whole thing. similar.
1: Right. But with a shoulder, it's really kind of more resurfacing. If okay. you can think of it like that, it, it sounds a little bit less <laughs> yeah, scary. That, that, yeah, that yeah. sounds a lot yeah. less scary so. than replacing the whole thing. But essentially, like your shoulder... You know, we talked about in the podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. before basically of like, what can you do with an arthroscope or cameras and minimally invasive surgery? And that's when we can fix tendons and muscles and we can clean up things. But a shoulder replacement is when that stuff can't be cleaned up anymore.
0: Well, you know, really quick, if you can do this quickly, um, can you explain just how the shoulder works?
1: Okay, I can try to do it really quickly,
0: <laughs> or don't. This is a podcast; got, sho- we, can, we can take hours. The
1: shoulder is the most mobile joint in the body, and it, it has the most range of motion. So, if you talk about it, it's got to go over your head, it's got to go around your back, it's got to go out to the side of you. Sorry, I'm motioning in a podcast, so no, it wouldn't really it's work. No, but making me do it too. Yeah, um, but basically, it's it's a ball. It's not a ball and socket like a hip joint. So, hip joint, you have a ball and a socket where the Bony anatomy is stabilizing the hip joint. In the shoulder, it's soft tissue anatomy. So rotator cuffs, labrums, capsule that keep that shoulder stabilized. Okay. So it's more of like, you know, if you're a golfer, it's easy to understand, but it's like a golf ball on a golf tee. So it sets on there. So it's a dish type joint, which allows you to have more motion.
0: That is probably the best way it could be explained.
1: Very you well golf. done. If <laughs> right. you golf, yeah. well, everybody... you've never used a golf tee, then it's really hard. <laughs> I think, yeah. well,
0: hopefully yeah. people can imagine a golf and a golf tee. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that is a great way to explain that. Perfect. Um, so why why do people need their shoulders replaced?
1: What, what injuries
0: or afflictions can lead to something like
1: that? So the number one uh, is arthritis. Basically, really? just like a hip and a knee, your shoulders wear out. And the cartilage surfaces that create the pain-free motion of that, you know, super mobile joint, if they're worn out, then that hurts, and that your shoulder gets inflamed, and then the cartilage disappears, and then you lose motion, and then that shoulder joint that worked real good getting them to that upper cupboard, you know, several years mm-hmm. ago, is no longer able to reach there. Yeah. So
0: um, uh, broken bones. Can that be another instance? Yep. Rotator cuffs maybe yep. too?
1: Uh, number two is a rotator cuff and okay. what's called a rotator cuff arthropathy. Okay. So I'm getting into some big words, so I apologize, but that, <laughs> that apologize is me. <laughs> essentially means that you don't have a you don't have a rotator cuff anymore, and so that soft tissue stabilization to that shoulder is no longer there. And so you can't use your shoulder based on the lack of a rotator cuff. Okay. Okay. And then the third least common, well, I mean, there's a lot of little common things, sure. but kind of that number three is when you break your shoulder. You break it, there's a lot of soft tissue that's surrounding that shoulder, and so some patients will elect, you know, that are older in maturity to do a shoulder replacement.
0: Yeah. So when they make the decision then to fix one of these things, um what what happens during a surgery like this? This has to be way more major than going in uh, uh, with arth- arthroscopically.
1: Right? Arthroscopically, arthroscopically, we were having little incisions right. and we're using the cameras and TV screens and stuff to look at it. But in shoulder arthroscopy, or excuse me, arthroplasty or resurfacing, we've got to pull that shoulder out of the body to <sighs> to do some of that work. So it's an open procedure. The incision's not terrible though. It's from about just below your clavicle to your armpit.
0: Uh, That's that's (laughs) that seems like just a huge incision.
1: I I try to keep it cos you know for uh, I do a lot lot of ladies and so we try to keep it so it's you know so you you can wear the sleeveless shirts and stuff. So I tuck it in there nice. It goes right in that skin fold, and it's it's not a terrible incision to look at. Right. So, so when you're doing, so you're doing
0: some of that resurfacing, like you say. Yeah, good. So, <laughs> good I like it. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what are you using to to resurface then? To- so
1: the primary is metal and plastic. Okay. Okay. And so we have to put metal on one side and metal on the other side, and then the spacer is made of plastic, and that that really uses the best kind of. M- structure to be able to move that shoulder without pain
0: so let's say you have something like this when you're in your 20s or teens Mm -hmm. and they have to put that metal and plastic in there is that something that's that's like well that's that's forever i mean that's
1: gonna i typically would not put it in someone that's really okay Mm -hmm. i mean i i do based on you know there's always outliers out there right but i don't think you should ever be looking for a shoulder replacement if you're under the age of 50. Because they only really last. I mean, at best, I could say it lasts thirty years. Oh, but no it's kind of like tires, you know. Like yeah. If you're gonna you're gonna buy nice new tires, then if you drive them in a straight line, ab- obey the speed limit, and kind of you're rolling easy, you're not breaking, you're not peeling out, those tires are gonna last a lot longer. Than if you're doing donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> right. And absolutely. so that's the way I tell patients, listen, you gotta look at your shoulder like this, it's gonna wear out. Right. So under the age of fifty at yeah, we we get more creative okay. with things we do before we do a shoulder replacement.
0: So g- give me something creative in there then that you would
1: do. Now For a really shoulder? Piqued yeah. yeah. So arthroscopy, like okay. we talked okay. about on our last right. visit, that would be kind of the primary goal of saying, Hey, you know, let's try to let's try to get better at that and try to prolong it. So maybe give you 10 years. We can do bony transfers. That's another podcast that's pretty cool. (laughs) But, uh, you know, stuff like that to try to prolong that arthritis.
0: Okay. So once you have all of that taken care of and you send people home, I'm assuming that uh, uh, recovery time on this, again, longer than arthroscopically, right?
1: Actually, (laughs) you you would think... That would be the case, but for a shoulder replacement, the initial incision and the pain and the discomfort is certainly going to be a little higher based on the fact that we're, you know, resurfacing or replacing that shoulder, but in that terms, we're fixating metal and plastic to your bones, and so we don't have to have the recovery time or the patience to let those heal in because they're stable right away, so... A little bit shorter recovery. Even, now, I don't want you to think that that's a better option for some people, right. but but it can be, you know. Well, these are all things that I don't think anybody six, thinks about. Too, yeah, six weeks in a sling, similar to the shoulder uh-huh. arthroscopy, any shoulder surgery. I really am like, hey, just be careful for six weeks.
0: I I wanted to ask this last time we talked because uh, you had kind of kind of jokingly mentioned, you know, that when people are in a sling, they should know, okay, you're in a sling now, be careful with your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, Operated on somebody or worked on somebody, and you and you knew that they weren't going to listen to your instructions. Okay, you just oh, knew. yeah, and so you're like, right. "Look, we're putting this sling on." And, and and normally you'd say you have to you have to have it on for a month.
1: You two months, all yeah. right? <laughs> You've got to Well, right in there. you would think that that would be the case, and I I've thought about this a lot because you know, I mean, I was like, I was supposed to wear my sling for you know six weeks, and I right. lasted like two weeks. So I know I know how that works, you know. Um, but I actually. Um, I'm a little more cautious with people and so I take them for what they are and if I don't think they're going to wear it then I try to modify that and say okay at least wear it when you're doing x y and z to the really you know cuz we have to globally protect everybody. Right. And so you would think but it <laughs> I tried it a couple of times initially and said wear it for longer, but then it like makes it so they don't wear it at all. Then they even get more. So I'm students. like, hey, just give me four weeks. I just I just want you to be careful. Yeah. Uh, that's but most people are adults. They can make their own decisions. And That's true. So.
0: Um, do you you also you don't work just on shoulders, though. Do you? No. What yeah. what, what else uh, what other joints in the body do you do knees things like that as well? Yeah, I do okay.
1: knees. Mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of arthroscopy. That's where my training is. Sure. That's the scope, so I do ankles, knees, hips and kind of like a sports medicine approach. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so yeah, I'll do anything. So I live in Spearfish, so <laughs> It is what it is. Got, you, got,
0: yeah. You know? I want to
1: say you're, you're probably, uh, you probably business will always be good. Yeah, living just, in If you fish. need my help, I'm happy to help. That's all I try to do.
0: Not only is it the skiing, but you've got you've got dumb college kids
1: too. <laughs> yeah, we have a plethora of that. But. <laughs>
0: uh, when it comes to shoulders or knees, what what usually takes longer to heal on stuff like that?
1: Shoulders Still. Yeah, shoulders are yeah. tough. Yeah, just with all the motion in your shoulder, it, it takes a while to get that strength back. So. Well it
0: seems like you, you you use your knees as much, don't you? Mm. Or is that kind of a dumb question?
1: No, it's a great question, right. but your knees only have to heal one way. So oh, it's a It's just a bending aspect. And so okay. yeah. So knees knees can be challenging in their own right, but then sometimes, you know, it's easier. Just to there's so many different injuries and so many different levels in the body that it's it's hard to generalize what recovery is. Do you And s- everybody is different? That's the key. Right. Yeah.
0: Do you see anything? Uh, I always like to to think about the future of these kind of surgeries. Uh, is there anything new that you guys get excited about technology-wise or ways things are going to change? that maybe aren't ready yet, but you're like, oh, man, if this finally is a thing, game oh, yeah. changer. Is there stuff like yep. that that's coming yeah, out? Yeah,
1: there, there's always stuff like that. And it, it's hard to it's hard to kind of envision, but, I mean, even, even – I think just the time I've been here in 7 years I've actually changed the way I do things based on technology. So we just started using a new shoulder arthroplasty that has a lot of a lot of new benefits and a lot of, you know, less pain and greater, you know, recovery and all that stuff and so I changed continuously to technology.
0: Ah, that's got to be exciting yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Well, Dr. Jensen, thank you again for stopping back to talk about this. My pleasure. I hope I never have to see you outside of something like this. Uh,
1: that's common. But it's uh, – it, I
0: mean, it is. It's just good to know that there are doctors like you from Monument that, uh, you know, you're you you're, you're well-trained. You, you know what you're talking about. And, you know, your first option isn't like, yep, let's cut you open. To take that moment to be like, hey, let's just walk through the options. You yeah, know? that's all
1: I'm here for. Because
0: I think so many people uh, – they they may put it off because you know well all he's going to do is say he wants to operate and I don't know if I'm ready for that and I think the reassurance that you guys give is amazing and exactly how it should be done so uh, thank you so much for talking with me Dr. Ray Jensen from Monument Health and thank you. Uh, what we were you mentioned something about uh I don't know bone grafting I want to <laughs> talk about that <laughs> or, or I All don't right. know you said All something I thought we'll do yeah, another you know, that one, one for fancy operation. yeah let's do yeah. that one too that'd be great alright thank you so much Dr. You Jensen bet. Doc Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Homeslice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquist, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.